to the most exciting podcast of the year. Oh my God, it's playoffs, baby. Playoffs. And we got the four most exciting teams that you could have asked for. Uh, Let's run through them. Let's run through them. First, in the first place, (laughs) we got Charlie LaValle. The most dynamic team you've ever seen. There he is. <laughs> we got Lamar Jackson, Austin Eckler, Rashandre Stevenson, Christopher Goodwin, Christopher Olaves, Christopher Komet, and Nick Christopher Chubb. Finally, <laughs> DK Metcalf, Brandon Maher. And the New York Jets defense. <laughs> Shall I go through his bench too? Uh, yeah, you're gonna need to because he's gonna have he's gonna have to start most of those guys. On the bench, we got Elliot Elliot, Thomas Boyd, D Bar Samuel, uh, Brandon Ayuk, and uh, Corey Watson, Dallas Goddard, who is inactive. Very nice. I mean, Charlie's obviously yeah, he's got a good team. Got a few people on bias so who's going to be playing from behind. Lucky for Brett. Is this the first year we've had buys in the playoffs? No, last year we did as well. It's unavoidable doing our two-week playoff thing, which I prefer. We're doing one-week playoff thing. It's just, it's just silly in my mind. Honestly, it's just it, way, way too lucky. Like yeah. luck is involved in the regular season. You made it to the playoffs. It should be about how good your team is, not. How good of a week you have. I agree. I prefer uh, two weeks as well. Yeah. So the only way we could avoid it is by playing into week 18, which I don't think anyone really wants to do. Right. So it's either bye weeks and you either draft around it or trade around it. Or uh, we play in week 18 when potentially people are sitting their players. Yeah, no one wants to do that. There's like six teams on by too, right? Or something ridiculous. Are we 14? Yeah, I had a lot. It's like the Colts. Are the Colts? Yeah, the Colts are on by. We can look at my team. I'm projected 54 right now. The Bears are on by. That's why you didn't make the playoffs. The Colts are on by. Cincy's on by. Green Bay is on by. Uh, Atlanta is on by. I'm not even sure that I'll be able to field a team this week, to be honest. Damn. And- yeah. Well, uh, who else? The Rams? No, Cooper Cups was out. Uh, Green Bay. Uh, the Chiefs are on by. Was that it? That's a lot of teams on by. The Ravens are on by. I said the Bears already. I could have just gone to fucking ESPN or something. The war. The Commanders are on by. Yeah. So this first matchup, we got the one and only Charlie LaValle, 10 and 3, coming in at first place. Next, we got Bart Allen, uh, Brett Gleason. I don't know why I called him Allen, probably because his house. I don't know why you called him Bart and Bart either, but. Well, his team, we got the amazing Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. Joe Sir Mixon a lot, Delvin Cook, Amandre Cooper. Christian Kirks, <laughs> Tyler Higbees, Jaron McKinnon, Adam Thielen, Nicholas Folk, and Baltimore defense. Coming in on the bench, we got the Jared Goff, uh, Grant Edwards, Brandon Cooks, Terry, Scary Terry McLaurin, Jacob Myers, and Darson Knox. Who do you, th- who do you take in this one? Uh, well... Based on Charlie's buys, you talking about week one or overall? Just week one, I guess. Who's going to be up after week one? Brett. And then we can talk about, you know, the if, final next I'll, week. I'll say this. If Brett isn't up after one week, then it's already it's already over. I would agree with that. Brett's got to come in swinging pretty good. He's yeah. got to come in guns a blazing and drop like 150 at least. And hope yeah. that Charlie stays somewhere in like the low hundreds. 100, 110, 115, something like that. Yeah, it's doable. Yeah. Um, looking at the, as I just scrolled down to look at the sleeper standings, which I haven't looked at in a couple of weeks. 
I'm glad we do our point system. There's five different teams at seven and six. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty fucking crazy. It is crazy. I guess that's kind of what happens when you have a team that's the worst team of all time. DJ just dropping, just giving everyone W's. True. But, is this uh, the worst record in league history? Two and yeah. eleven. Yep. Yes, it is. I called him today to let him know about it. League history. Yep. League history. Worst record of all time. Wow. And all he had to say was like, did you make the playoffs? I was like, no, but I also didn't have the worst <laughs> year of all time. You remember how all year we were bitching at DJ for to drop Cam Akers? Uh-huh. And now Cam Akers is relevant. And DJ's got Ken Walker, who's maybe hurt. Sure would be nice well, if he had a backup running back to plug in there. You know? Sorry, DJ. This is why you don't take my advice ever. Yeah, we just sit up here. And yep, you know, but we don't know anything. Yeah. Going back to the relevant teams. Mm-hmm. Charlie versus Bart. You got any good stats for us? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me look up their stats all the time. That'd be, that's a great idea, Zachary. Yeah. It's almost like someone told me about it beforehand. Yeah, that's a great idea. Great idea. I haven't updated any of the stats since week five. So if they've played since like week five, I don't have those stats because I'm lazy. Oh, so all these stats are wrong? They're not wrong. They just they might not have been they might not have played since week five and it'll be fine. And uh, it's not week five. I think I'm at like week seven. I'm behind on like five weeks. It's not really relevant most of the time. All right. Mid season, you know? Okay. Okay. They have played a total of fourteen times. Fifteen times if you count one playoffs. Ooh. So Brett is up eight to six in the regular season, averaging a stout 129.92. Incredible. Yeah. Charlie has six wins in the regular season, averaging 129.15. So they've had pretty pretty close games. Pretty close games. Yeah. Um, and they've had one actual playoffs meeting. They've never met in the postseason in the toilet bowl. You know, postseason is the toilet bowl playoffs is the fucking fucking big daddy playoffs, you know? The real 2015, thing. weeks 13 and 14. So first week of the playoffs, Charlie scored 312.9 to Brett's 235. That sounds about right for, you know? I think well, I remember that. What did Charlie that score? I'm sorry. 312.9. Okay. To, to Bart's 235.3. Wow. That was a beatdown. Yeah. That was in 2015. Well, so far this year, Charlie scored a whopping 1,950 points compared to Brett's 1,728. That's 225 points, just about. Yeah, what's that divided by 13? I don't know. Well, that would be how much he's scoring more per week. God, I feel like we need a Don on right now. Fucking math teacher. We need a math teacher. Okay, class, let's start. Um, how many of you did the reading for today? All right, good. Math math teacher, I, I have a calculator. Let's yeah, see. it's 17.3. Uh, so Charlie's averaging 150 a week. That's actually crazy. That's so high. Yeah. I mean, it's high. You don't think so? Like for this year, with how low numbers have been? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For That's sure. Crazy high. And then let's see. Bart has 1728 divided by 13. Uh, 132.9, which is respectable. I still think that's Do you know 132.9? Ready for these stats? Yeah. 132.9 would have been the third lowest points per game last year. Yeah. Well, we've mentioned before that this year has been like crazy low scoring overall. Yeah. From previous years. So I feel like, uh, I feel like 150 is a really good number. 132 is respectable, which is why he's in the playoffs. Yeah. And has a winning Uh, record. So who does Charlie got on by here? Uh, Let's see. We know 
Also another fun stat, 132.9 is Brett's second highest scoring season of all time. (laughs) (laughs) How unusual is that, that in a year like this, where scores are so low, this is when Brett scores his, what did you say? His second highest points per game of all time. Yeah, that's his highest was last year at 133.8. That's not oh, I'm sorry. He has a 136 season here, so it is his third highest season of all time. That's What's crazy. Charlie at? 155? 150 this per one, week. 150. This is Charlie's highest scoring year. That's wild. By, by a wide margin. Two years ago, he had 143. And last I saw, fantasy scoring as a whole was down how much percent? It was 22%, but that was after week five. I'm not sure what it is now. It probably has gone up. I feel like the scoring hasn't been as bad as it was the first, you know, month and a half of the year. I'm sure it's still down, but if I had to guess, it's probably closer to like 12, 13% or something. Yeah. I still, I still kind of feel like it's been not great though. Maybe that's might be something I can Google real quick. If you want to start on the next matchup going through all year. I mean, last year, I feel like we, we would get one seventies almost every week. And we haven't had hardly any this year. I think Ryan got one last week. Let's go back here. Yeah, Ryan got 170. I had 180. The week before that, no one no one broke 170. Week 11, Don scored 205. No one else got 170. No one in week 10 broke 170. I'm not going to go through all the weeks, but you get my point. I'm going to go back to looking at Charlie's team. Uh, okay. We got Lamar Jackson. He's questionable. I think I had read that he was probably going to be playing. Sprained PCL, which is, of course, is your pectoral clavicle lateris. He's got a sprained. Uh-huh. He's got he sprained that. So that's not good, which, of course, is in your uh-huh. anterior knee. I'm struggling to come up with this, but I will figure it out. Yeah, we could post it in the uh, in the post show comments. Yeah, of course. Which, of course, is a thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really seeing anything. What are you trying to figure out? If Lamar Jackson is playing, nothing conclusive. It looks like it's still up in the air. Which isn't a which oh, isn't no, a not. which isn't a good sign. If they haven't said that he's, you know, ready to go or not. What's the record? I don't know. It's good. I think they're like right behind the Bills in the AFC. And they're playing Pittsburgh. They could probably rest them. If I was the, if I was the Ravens, I'd probably rest them. Yeah. So Charlie might be in trouble there. But it might be a blessing in disguise if they actually rule him out. Because you don't want him to play. Put up a fucking three-pointer. Yeah, or something horrible. Yes. Uh, and Charlie does not have a backup quarterback. He might need to reach out to his brother, Tim to acquire one of Tim's five quarterbacks. Is trading over? I think trading is over. I don't think you're allowed oh, to do trade. We, do we have a deadline in this league? Yeah, I think it's playoffs. I wouldn't let people trade during playoffs anyways. But I'm Why pretty not? sure that because you can't trade during playoffs. That's just a fucking, okay. that's just a thing. Well, he'll have to go uh, pick one up on the the old waiver wire. Uh, so who else we got on by for, for Charlie? Oh, trade deadline. We have none. I'm about to change that up. So he's got Cole Komet on by too. Olave Watson. He's got, I mean, he's got plenty of wide receiver depth though. So he's got like Ayuk Samuel Boyd on the bench. Yeah. He needs a tight end. He needs a tight end and a quarterback. That's pretty mm-hmm. much it. Yeah. Which so, is fine. Yeah. Dallas Goddard expected to return in week 15. So that doesn't help. Yeah, uh, but he could just drop Cole Komet. I mean. Yeah. Cole Komet's been really good though. Lately. He had 13, 5, 6 his last three weeks. Before that, it was 24, 22. But before that, it was virtually nothing. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, tight end, I mean, for a tight end, that's good. Yeah, but his options are keep him or drop Chris Olave, Debo Samuel, Brandon Knight, Christian Watson. Can't drop any of those guys. That's true. Yeah, so Brett's going to take week one. Charlie's going to come back. Come back a swinging. I'd say if I'm Charlie, I'm happy if I keep it within 20. Like, I'm ecstatic if I keep it within 20. The only one I'm seeing on by for brett is terry mclaurin we've been counting out charlie all year though and he always manages to score 150 and up you know i'm not even gonna say upset i was about to say upset 
but he's in first place. It's not really an upset. You know what I mean? I feel like every week we're like, oh, Charlie's going to lose this week. <laughs> and then he never loses. Yeah. No, I guess I'm, I'm not saying he's going to. I guess I did just say that. I was I was kind of saying that was like the narrative that is probably going to happen. Or most likely, I suppose. I don't know. Anything can happen. When I look at these teams, though, I think Charlie has a better team. Charlie? Joe Mixon's not. Or Brent. Charlie. Joe Mixon's not fully healthy. Yeah, he is. He's been meh. Is he? I don't know. Joe Mixon, yeah, I mean, he was only out for a concussion. Davin Cook plays the dreaded Detroit defense this week. Might as well not even play him. <laughs> it's true. We talked uh, about ETN last week, and he did shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. Um, Yeah. Jarek McKinnon. Ugh. Well, he got 14 points last week. Good for Jarek McKinnon. Good, are you still, good for are you still rolling with Amari Cooper with how horrendous? Yes, he had nine targets last week. Yeah. Did you actually watch any of the game? No. He looked so bad. <laughs> I mean, his throws were so inaccurate. Like, nine targets? That could have been, like, five yards over his head. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the game. I'm just going by numbers. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think you still have to start him because he's been awesome this year. But I'd be nervous. Yeah, I'd say Amari Cooper is a big reason why Brett is in the playoffs. He's been way better than anyone, I think, anyone projected him to be. Yeah. Point rank 10. Yeah, that's ridiculous for Mari Cooper. 10th wide receiver. What round did he get drafted in? The sixth round. That's a fucking amazing pick. It is? Indeed. But all of those points came with Jacoby Brissett. True, true, true. Not with Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson looks horrible. This is a really bad game script, too, because since he's got like a decent defense, right? To be honest, I don't know. I think so. I At least like average. Yeah, I feel like it's not bad. And they're going to be down, I feel like, by a lot <laughs> really early. They're going to have to like just throw it out. But Deshaun, Deshaun Watson looked so bad that I don't even know. This could be like a 50-0 to zero blowout. Let's hope not. But we'll see. Let's hope not for, uh, for Brett's sake. Huh? We want a good, here, good playoff game here. All right, let's move on to the next one. At Cooch8888 versus... Turn Doctor 54. Do you think Ryan named his team Cooch uh, because he's got the word cunt in his last name? Uh, that's a good question. He's had Cooch forever. Like, even back in like high school, I was I think I was friends with him on Steam because he played like one like shooter game. I forgot what it was called, but that was his username. I'm on Steam right now. Let me go find it. I'll see when the last time. Cooch888. Only three eights over here. He was last online four years ago. Four years ago. What's his game history? View profile. Let's see here. AVA Alliance of Valiant Arms. 209 hours on record. Last played June 30th, 2015. That sounds like something the old Kucher would play. Fallout New Vegas. 19 hours. June 10th, 2015. View all recently played. Left for Dead. 216 hours. The Elder Scrolls, Oblivion, 50 right. hours. That's enough. How about you read off his players here? Okay. I mean, I thought we were, I was getting, I was really getting in a roll there, but okay. All right. Uh, Dak Prescott. You want me to do them like you do them, or should I just read them? You do your own thing. Okay. Sorry. Whatever you want. Yeah, Dak Prescott versus Houston. Great matchup. Isaiah Pacheco. Is he relevant? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Miles Sanders. That's a Ninja Turtle right there. He's probably going to pop off New York Giants. It's not a great matchup, but Diggs, great. Garrett Wilson, dude, just playing out of his mind the last two weeks, 27, 25. Who? Garrett Wilson? Garrett, Garrett Wilson, yeah. Yeah. Aren't you a little, not that I'm trying to discount Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Great pick. Great pick by Ryan in the 12th round there. Play or Wide receiver, 19. Great pick. If you're the Jets, why are you drafting Garrett Wilson when you just drafted Elijah Moore and he did amazing? Doesn't uh, that seem silly? I know you need more than one wide receiver, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the Jets had like a thousand picks this year. So it's not like they just took Garrett Wilson. They took like a million of everything. They had like 20 picks in the first four rounds. I'm making that number up. Oh. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, Anyways, I mean, Garrett Wilson I, versus Buffalo. Yeah. 
Mark Andrews. He's been a little down lately, but he's still putting up decent numbers. 12, 11, 9. That's fine for a tight yeah. end. Marquise not Brown. Want, not really what you want to see out of Mark Andrews, but still good numbers. Yeah. Tyler Lockett, Marquise Brown. Like him. Love him. Do you still like Marquise with Hopkins yeah. back? He had eight targets last week. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Do I love him? No, but is he going to put up a point? No, he's not. You know who yeah. else has been a surprise this year? Tyler Lockett. He's ranked 10th. Yeah, I mean, That's I think crazy. I, I think crazy. everyone was surprised by Seattle. Well, yeah, no one expected Geno Smith really to do anything. And he's like the number what? Four, seventh, seventh ranked QB in fantasy. And yeah, he's, I think he's performing like one of the best in the NFL at the moment. I believe he is as well. Tyler That's Lockett wild. picked in the 10th round. Yeah, wow. that might be pick of the year Ryan, right there. Ryan killing it on picks. Might be the pick of the year right there. It might it might be. Tenth round. Top, top ten wide receiver. Tenth round. Yeah, I can't even say that I've noticed that he's been so good until just now that I'm looking at his stats. Yeah, no, he's been very good. Ooh, yeah. Ryan has Alvin Kamara on by. That's tough. Ah uh, no, that's a blessing. You see Kamara's numbers last five weeks? He had that forty two point game since then. He's got nine, seven, twelve point nine, seven, five point seven. He's been absent hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah you might be right if he i mean if he has someone good starting instead of him like pachecho pachecho has been better than camara in the last three weeks yeah and i don't really think that's changing because edward slayer has gone and he's been he's been solid so yeah i don't know i might be starting pachecho i mean you can't really bench camara but being on by might be a good thing fair enough versus turner stoolies what a name Joe Burrow, James real quick, Connor. Real quick, you didn't mention Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, that was, who was on, on What? That was on purpose. Oh, I just wanna. I wanted to point out how much I liked your comment. What was that comment? <laughs> In the group chat. What was that? Where Ron was claiming that him and Matt were desperate for running backs, and you casually pointed out that Samaj P. Ryan was on the waivers all week. I don't remember saying that. Didn't you point it out? You sent a screenshot with circles around it. Oh, no, that's not what my screenshot was for. What was your screenshot for? You, that was you saying, how is P. Ryan still on the waivers? LOL. I know. My, and you... my screenshot was circling the fact that DJ hasn't even looked at sleeper chat messages for nine days. Oh. Because it shows you like the last message that they read. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were circling that P. Ryan was still on waivers. No, I circled DJ's profile picture in nine days. I see. I don't understand Which, that, but okay. What do you mean you don't understand that? I just said, uh, right under there, I said filthy fucking casual. Because DJ didn't even open Sleeper for a week. Was his lineup the same? Do you have to look at the chat? Maybe you just have to look at the chat. I don't know. So it says nine days next to my name. and then DJ's Yeah, that was just when you sent the message. And that was the last message DJ read. Okay. Right, like if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you can see everyone else's fucking like pictures there on the last message they read. Okay, I get it. So when I updated the playoff bracket a couple minutes ago, the only people who have seen it so far are you, Tim, and Matt, and me. Okay, I get it. I get it yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Let me look up. Is he still up there? Oh, yeah. He's still up yeah, there. Yeah, he's still up there. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> wow. But he is 2 and 11, so can't say I blame him. Yeah. Well, that's how you get to 2 and 11. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, he's not in the playoffs. Fuck DJ. You also, didn't mention, you also didn't mention Mike Williams, who's on Ryan's team. He is supposed to be coming back this week. Not that that really Do you start anything. him? Over no. Garrett Wilson, who's hot. Diggs, Tyler Lockett, who's hot. Marquise Brown, who's, I'd no. say, borderline. But it is relevant because Don has Josh Palmer over here, Jake Palmer. Well, if Mike Williams plays, I would start Josh Palmer. I mean, that's what's been working. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. 
right? right. On, on weeks that Mike Williams out, Josh Palmer scores five. On weeks right. that Mike Williams plays, he scores 32. That's true. That's true. All right. Go ahead and read Don's team off. <clears throat> Joe Burrow, James Conner, Devin Singletary. You might as well ride with Singletary, you know? What if if Don rides Singletary all the way to a championship, right? Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, I feel like you and I could never even mention Devin Singletary ever again. That's Don's boy. He <laughs> rode with him for two years now. Don't throw me into this conversation. Contrary to what Don always says, I've been saying that I like Devin Singletary all year. Go back and listen to the fir- first podcast. I said I liked Singletary this year. Do I think he's the best running back that's ever existed? Not really, especially for fantasy purposes. But, I mean, look at his numbers. He's been absolutely solid. Yeah, he's been great. He's got Jalen Waddle, Compact Disc Lamb, Travis Kels, Najee Harris, Jake Palmer, Tyler Bass, Tampa Bay, Tua Tug on my nutsack, Zonovan Knight, who for some reason in the NFL app is listed as Bam Knight, not Zonovan. I think this is a nickname or something. Uh, Michael Jones, DeAndre Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, uh, Zach Jones, and Chase Claypools. Uh, well, it's a great team. It's a great team. Uh, Who, who's he, Don's pro- projected more, right? Because he's got a better looking team. Don is projected more. Who do I like better here? Isaiah Pacheco against Denver is a risky matchup. It's a tough matchup. Denver has a really solid defense. But Kansas City could go up so much by like halftime that they might just run it and say like, fuck it. They're not even worth our talent. You know do what I mean? Just, do you throw in one of the Miami guys instead? I think you throw in Jeff Wilson. If he's playing, yeah. I don't really, I haven't really followed their backfield. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to gauge because I don't think the game's going to be competitive. And that could mean a lot of Isaiah Pacheco work. But a lot of work for him against that defense doesn't really mean that he's going to do well still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does he catch the ball? Not really. No, because they have Jarek McKinnon, who they use for that. Do you throw in P. Ryan? Uh, not if Joe Mixon's playing, no. How long Joe Mixon been out? Three weeks. Well, he got injured week 11. Yeah. P. Ryan's been in for three games as the starter. 30, 19, 22.5. What a baller. For real. Look at that guy's beard, too. It's glorious. Yeah. He doesn't have a single hair on his head, either. He uses one of those Gillette uh, helmets to shave his head every morning. Does he? I don't know. I just made that up. Oh, I believed you. Uh, yeah. Don't really, don't really have any strong feelings against any of these other matchups. For Ryan, at least. Dallas versus Houston. I mean, Dallas could get 40 points this week. The Cleveland Browns just got 34 points against <laughs> Houston. So Dallas, which is actually a good defense, number one ranked defense, could actually score 40 points against right. Houston. Yeah. I like I like besides uh, the running backs, the two running backs. I think they're I think uh, on a good day you'll get like 25 points out of the, the two of them combined. I'd agree with that, but I think he's got more than enough to make up for it with his wide receivers. That's what I was that's what I was getting at. Yeah. He's got a solid wide receiving core. Yeah, and he's got Mark Andrews and Dallas right. defense going this week. So going over to Don's, uh, let's see, looking at the matchups. I don't really know how New England is against the run. As a Devin Singletary lover, if you had him on your fantasy team, would you be worried about James Cook? Well, of course, yeah. Enough not to play him, though? No. Over. You still got to go with Singletary. I mean, James Cook isn't really getting carries, is he? I had 14 last week. Yeah. Yeah, 14 last week. No, I st- I think I'd still roll with Singletary. And he's getting Although, the fucking catches. The Jets are not a good matchup. The Jets have a really good defense also. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I would be worried about it, but the weather says it's raining. So I think he's still got to roll with Devin Singleton. I mean, what a, does he have any other options? He's not going to play Zonovan Knight again, right? Why not? Michael Carter expected to return from a one-game absence. So Okay, that's a good reason. Knight's pretty much done so. And that's the only running back on his bench. So you have to stick with Devin Singletary. Fair enough. And last week we played the Jets. He got 8.8, which isn't horrible. CeeDee Lamb versus Houston. It's one of those games that like, wow, it looks like a great matchup. But it might be over by five minutes left in the first quarter. It's one of those ones that makes me a little nervous to play a person like that, you know? Yeah, you'll probably have like three or four defensive touchdowns. Same with uh, <laughs> same with Travis Kelsey versus Denver. I mean, yeah. I know they have a good defense, but I mean, Kansas City obviously has a, one of the best offenses. Yeah, you only really need to score about seven points against Denver to win the game. I for real, you, do you think like what's the lowest difference that people have been sat before? You know what I mean? Like if you were a head coach, you were up fourteen nothing. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Would you just like sit your starters going into the fourth quarter against fucking Denver? I mean, they can't do anything. No, you have to respect Russell Wilson enough to keep playing the game. Dude, you know, isn't it crazy? So I went to work the other day at Muds. I was just talking to Tony about football, all that kind of stuff. And he was talking about how there's no slam dunk top five quarterbacks anymore. He's like, I, I can get to three. And then I, I can't do it anymore. I, I can't say this is a top five quarterback for, you know, like the next five years or whatever. Uh, it goes Allen, Mahomes, and then um, who's the third? Who's the third that he said? Jalen Hurts? No. Jalen Hurts was in the questionable four and five. Joe Burrow, uh, maybe? It was Justin Herbert. Having a rough year, but he's still young and shown flashes of being great. Yeah. I'd say I you could. I say you could put Joe Burrow there. Joe, Bur- you know what? I believe it was Joe Burrow and J- Justin Herbert was in that four or five category. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, we were talking about how crazy that just the Russell Wilson stuff is this year because obviously nobody thinks he's worth anything at this point. But last year, I asked Tony if he could start an NFL franchise like right now. This is before like the bill season last year. So Josh Allen had taken a lead, but he wasn't like fucking big, big zaddy Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Yet he said he would start his team with Russell Wilson and like nobody gave him pushback on that. Cause essentially two years ago at this point, that wasn't crazy, you know? And now this guy is just like literally the worst QB in the league. Like by rate, I think he was ranked 33 last week and there's only 32 teams. So Broncos country, let's ride. I kind of zoned out. What was the point of the story? That he How wouldn't bad Russell Wilson is. He wouldn't start him in an no. NFL team. Where, no, he two years ago he would have picked Russell Wilson to build an NFL team around. I see. Yeah, and this year he is like the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah. I was just saying, what a fall from grace, essentially. It was a very, very long way around saying, what a fall from grace. Yeah. Russell Wilson said. Uh, and what a genius Pete Carroll is, because everyone said he was a moron for letting Russell Wilson go. <laughs> he gets the last laugh. Yeah. I mean, can't, can't argue with that, honestly. All right. So going back to this matchup, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about over there, but... I, I kind of like Ryan's team better, really because of the wide receiver group that he has and the matchups. I don't look at these matchups and say, like, oh, I'm kind of worried about that. Whereas Don, I'm, I'm worried about C.D. Lamb. I'm worried about Najee Harris versus Baltimore. That's not a good matchup. I'm worried about Josh Palmer. Mike Williams comes back. Yes, I'd be worried about that as well. Keenan Allen's healthy. Uh, Mike Williams may or may not play. I mean, Josh Palmer is definitely carved out of place in the team. I will give him that much. I mean, he's he's been killing it. 10, 8, 10, 7, 11 targets over the past five For weeks. Sure. For sure. So I don't think he's going to disappear with Mike Williams back. But you 
would expect to see some type of decrease in those numbers, right? At least somewhat. For sure. I expect the that like nine and a half average to be more of like a five to six and a half average or something. Yeah. So you might see him getting back to like, you know, five to eight targets instead of 10, you know? Yeah. So a little, I'd be a little worried about that. And they're playing Miami. Yeah, that, that might be good. Defense. That might be but, good yeah. for Josh Palmer because they might, they'll probably be behind enough to throw a lot. Right. That might be like a, a shootout, which I think almost all LA Chargers games are because their defense is so horrible. <laughs> if you're, if you're Don, do you start Tua or Joe Burrow? I would start Tua. I think I would too. Personally. I LA's, think I would too. LA's so bad at defense, but they're good on offense, right? So almost all their games end up being blowouts. Or not blowouts, like shootouts, rather. And yeah. Tua, Tua, let's see, Tua's ranked 16. I kind of expected him to be higher than that, but he did miss two games due to injury. He missed. He only missed two games? Well, Andy left that Cincinnati game. He only got 2.4 points. So wow, I thought he was gone for like weeks. Might as well be three games. He was gone for three games. Dang. But yeah, Tua Tua's looked awesome this year. So yeah, yeah I might I might want to start Tua in place of Joe Burrow. But how do you sit Joe, Joe Burrow? He got 30 last week, 18, 30, 20. How, well, uh, how do you sit 41 Joe Burrow? Versus it Atlanta, you. 35 versus New Orleans? I mean, I don't know if you, you can sit really sit Joe Burrow when you're the type of manager that carries two good quarterbacks on your team. That's true. Week eight would, versus would my Cleveland. team ever sit Joe Burrow? No, absolutely not. But would Don's team sit Joe Burrow? Sure, 100%. Week eight, Joe Burrow scored 13.48 against Cleveland. So that was his lowest score of the season. And with Deshaun yeah. Watson in there, they're not going to have to score a lot of points. Plus, like a team like Cleveland, not only like a bad team, right, but a bad running team. They're just going to run the clock out no matter what Cleveland is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like games are so short nowadays. They're probably not even at all shorter than normal, but they just feel so short. Like, I feel like the games start like the first quarter takes fucking forever and you're count, you're racking up your points or whatever. And you blink and all of a sudden there's like five minutes left in the third quarter, you know? Yeah. And the game's I, just fucking over. I feel like part, part of that is because no one really has good offenses. <laughs> anymore that's what i'm saying everyone just whoever has a slight lead is just running the clock out in the second half like it's no longer just like the last five minutes you run the clock out it's like the entire second half they're running the clock out name a team that you would expect to score a touchdown in under a minute drive i'd say the bills can do it the chiefs could do it maybe the chargers could do it yes the if Ravens, Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers is on fire, maybe he could still pull it off. Tampa Bay could probably do it. Expect. Cincinnati, yes, yeah, Cincy, maybe Minnesota. Nah, I wouldn't expect it. Could they do it? Sure. Your word was expect, though. I would put the Bills, Chiefs, and pretty much nobody else, though. Philadelphia, maybe, maybe, the maybe this year. Philly, yeah. <clears throat> maybe the Ravens and Philly. Nah, not with. I wouldn't Huntley. pick the Ravens. Ravens yeah, just everybody else. Team. Everybody else has shit offenses. They're not shit, but they're not like reliable. You know, maybe Seattle this year could pull it off too. But. Yeah, I would put re- reliably expect the Bills and Chiefs. That's it. But it's like every other team's just running out the clock because their offense is horrible. Yeah. So I think that's a big reason you don't get like these quick strike touchdown drives. You know, you get the ten plus minute three yard carry every play drives. Yeah. So the game's over in like, you know, six possessions. (laughs) That's an exaggeration, obviously. But yeah, it's kind of. I wonder if possessions are down this year. I don't know. So yeah, I'm going to take Ryan this week. I agree. Not saying that uh, Don can't get it done. He could easily. You know, if if CeeDee Lamb's game goes well. Let me look at Waddle real quick. I didn't really look at his injury. Limited by fibula injury. Limited Wednesday. Only played 50% of the snaps last week. That's not really good. Ooh, he only had 1.9 last week. Yikes! Uh, Yeah, I'd be a little worried about this. And he's got an 8.20 kickoff. So, I mean, if he's a game-time decision, you almost have to bench him. 
unless you have someone else from that game that you could plug in, which he could do with Palmer, I guess. But that's a sticky situation. You know, you'd have to like, you'd have to run Waddle in the flex and put Palmer on the bench to even have that possibility. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a tough call right there, especially for playoffs. But uh, just briefly reading this injury report, that doesn't look good. He might want to pick up that Trent Sherfield. That's what I would do if I was Don. Trent Sherfield? I don't even know who that is. He is the wide receiver that filled in for Waddle last week and got 15.5 on the old three targets, one reception, 75 yards, and a tutty. That's Don's kind of player right there. He got a touchdown last week, so therefore he's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not being negative here. I wasn't being negative. But if if Jalen Waddle's out, I mean, you need someone to play, and you can't really pick anyone from... The Chargers, because they're all taken, right? Yeah. So you might want to you might want to grab Trent Sherfield, who really, if you look at his numbers, hasn't been awful this year. I still don't even know who that is. Click on his name, then. <laughs> all you got to do is click on Jalen Waddle. You can see the depth chart of the team right here. I refuse. Okay. So yeah, I'm going with uh, going with Ryan here, but you know. Don could surprise us. Okay, I have this for you. Ready? Yeah. I have to do some math real quick, though. Okay, I'm going to read this. In 2013, uh, bust out the old calculator. In 2013, there was 6,143 total drives in the year. Okay. And apparently, there is 512 NFL games in the year. Okay. Is that right? It's pretty wild. Times seventeen. Is that right? Divided by two, I guess. No, it'd be sixteen because they have a bye week, right? Thirty-two times sixteen equals five hundred twelve. Uh, wow. That doesn't seem right because there'd be half of that, right? No, why would there be half of that? Because if you do thirty-two teams by sixteen weeks, yeah, but they're all playing. They all have drives. We're talking about games. No, we're talking about drive. Yeah. <laughs> you said 512 all, games. Yeah, right? but they're, they're playing when you're each other. About, when you're talking about drives, though, they're all still playing an individual game. You know what I mean? Uh, like the Rams still play 16 games. Bills still play 16 games. Right, but when they play each other, that's just one game. Yeah, but it says off 512 offensive games, offense games. So that okay. means like they're still driving. You know what I mean? Right. right. Okay. I didn't hear okay, the offense. So, Okay, so that was in 2013, and that was that's through 16 games. We've had 13 games, right? So how many drives, how many games has there been, you know, offense games or whatever, has there been this year? 13 times 32, right? 416? Okay, there's been 4,227 drives. How many? 4,227. So that's like roughly... These numbers I don't think are accurate because we're not counting bye weeks. Whereas if you count the whole year, that accommodates for everyone's bye weeks. But that's roughly 10 drives a game. No, you just count games. That's why we did 16 for 2013 because there were 16 games. This year, people have played 12 and 13 games. doesn't matter about bye weeks. So anyways, in 2013, there was an average of 12 possessions per game. Right? Total. Yeah. Or no, per per team or whatever. This year, the average is 10.16. Interesting. So we were right. Yeah. Yes, we are. Crazy. Probably we the right. reason why fantasy is down, too. For sure. What is, what's the percentage on that? I don't fucking know math that well. Uh, I could do it real quick. 10. It'd be 10 over 12 times. Don's probably fucking punching the air at home right now. It's like uh, 83. It's like 17% down. Sounds about right to me. Don't don't double check my math, Don, please. Yeah, Don's dude, he's Don's sitting there cursing at his <laughs> phone. First I gotta school these guys in the playoff, and then I'm gonna school them in, in math. Yeah. All yeah, right. And then he's gonna turn on nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, did you want to mention any of the other irrelevant games? I'm facing DJ uh, no. again. Should no, no, I don't. What I do want to do is go over the stats between uh, Ron or no Ryan and Don. Though, how come there's a bye week? Are we doing toilet bowl? Yeah. So fifth and sixth place are cemented. They don't even play. Matt and Tim don't. They're done for the year. Is this something we voted on? Uh, no. But sleeper is kind of weird, where it has this option where we do playoff bracket and toilet bowl, so top four, bottom four, or we do the regular one, where ninth and tenth are cemented. They just don't play. There's a there's a consolation bracket for like uh, fifth and sixth place, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth place. So hmm. it was like I'd rather I'd rather do the toilet bowl than the fucking fifth place bowl. So Matt and Tim just don't play the rest of the year. They're just done. They're done. Their years are <laughs> over. So boring. <laughs> I mean, what does it matter? I don't to know. be I... to be honest, I really hated. In hindsight, you know, it was not like I was raging or whatever, but I really hated uh, finishing in fifth or sixth in the standings, and then just having like a shit postseason and ending up in fucking eighth place and permanently writing an eight next to my fucking name. Yeah, that that was the worst. <laughs> That's just true, the worst. Yeah, I guess they could, virtually, the day, they could virtually play each other and still set their lineups. They, yeah, their teams still might for, like keep track or whatever. For bragging purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Don versus who the hell is this? Ryan? Well, we got an extensive stat sheet here. They have played twice. Wow. Unless they've played a, a, another time. <laughs> they didn't. Wait, they did. They were one and one. Hold on. Let me go update this since they only have fucking three weeks played or whatever. Hold, please. Okay, so they've played a total of three times. Wow. (laughs) Dude, Ryu was just crushing Don in points per game. But, you know, sample size was only two. After that 205 thing, Don scores an average of 158.78 versus Ryan. Hot damn. Yeah, dude, he's fucking smokes them. Let me just read all the games out because, you know, they've only played three times. Week six of last year, Don scored 122.7 to Ryan's 128.7. Close game. Close Sounds game. Like Ryan a typical Ryan game right there. Uh, this year... Don scored in week two, Don scored 148.46 to Ryan's 185.98. And then week 11, Don scored 205.20 to Ryan's 120.14. So, you know, if you take the small sample size, historically, one of them scores in like a a high percentile scoring week or a low percentile, a very high scoring uh, game. Right. Should be an exciting one then. Yeah, I would say I'm more excited for this one than Charlie's week one matchup. And what's so, the uh, overall record? Two and one? Two and one, Ryan. Don could tie it up right here. Actually, he cannot tie it up because we're not in the regular season anymore. Don could take the lead in the playoff standings between him and Ryan. Yes. Incredible. Uh, I would like to take a moment for celebrating Don's 50% playoff. What's the word I'm looking for here? Percentage. Playoff, yeah, percentage. I don't think that's the <laughs> word, but we'll use it. Fifty percent playoff birth rate. Yes, which is pretty good. Probably the best of anybody in the league. Uh, I would say that's the best by like a mile. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Ryan's is. Yeah, I'd say Ryan's, Ryan's probably the closest to fifty percent, if not more than fifty percent. Ryan's not more than fifty percent. There's just no way. You don't think so? I mean, Ryan's. Historically, the best team in the league. But okay, you ready? You're gonna count. He's got three years at one, two, two, one year at fifth, one year at third. So it's four to one. He's in the playoffs. Seventh, fifth, four to three. Second, five to three. Fifth, five to four. Third, six to four. First, seven to four. Seventh, seven to five. Two twenty twenty one was in first eight and five this year he'll be nine and five wow so yeah 
That's wow. Like, that's that's incredible. That's that incredible. that's honestly incredible. Good job, Ryan. You're amazing. This is why I hate when people say fantasy is mostly luck based. Fantasy, Ryan's, Ryan's proven you wrong right there. Fantasy still is very much luck based. It's a lot of luck, but there's also the a lot more than luck. There's there's stuff that you can do to limit how luck affects you. Yes. I'd agree with that. But it's still very much luck based. Yeah. I mean, just look at anyone who pays attention to the fucking weekly matchups can see how luck based it is. Like it's entirely how your matchups go. Like who's on by, who who had an off week or whatever. Like I said, I can I mean at this point I lost to Ryan, so it doesn't really matter. But I can trace my entire like year falling apart. Um what week was it? All of them. Yep, it was all of them. <laughs> no, it was when I lost by fourteen points to Brett when Naheem Hines went out there three plays. It scored, touched the ball every single play, and then got a concussion. And I had to start him. Yeah, and they were like, you know what? This guy sucks. Let's send him to Buffalo. And then two weeks later, season on the line versus Charlie, traded my whole ass team to giant trade. I get Amon Ra, and he goes out there and does one catch, gets a concussion, leaves the game. I win yeah, those well, two games. I'm in the playoffs, like a thousand percent. Well, since we're talking about your team now, I think it's probably a good place to end it because no one gives a shit. That's fair. Hey, it was so, rele- it was relevant to the the matchup discussion, but okay, rude ass. It's not rude. Everyone's already tuned out, bro. <laughs> no one wants to hear about you. Dude, team. we talked about the play. I wasn't talking about. I mean, <laughs> I was specifically talking about my team because that's my perspective. But I was talking about matchups. Matchups are important. That's true. Just like matchups. this week, Ryan could score a thousand points, five hundred points a week, right? Yeah, but Don could score a thousand and one. Meanwhile, Charlie and Brett put up a fucking combined one eighty five on each other. It doesn't matter that Ryan scored a thousand; he lost. You know. Yeah, that's true. All right. Until next week. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I want to hear some sweet sound effects. All right, I'll plug. Do you want me to say some buzzwords? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is going to be a shootout. I take my gun and I go pew, 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 pew. There's going to be fireworks <laughs> this playoffs. Bang. This, who's going to throw the knockout punch? Is Don going to school everyone? You're stupid. Or is Brett going to ramble incoherently? I fucking love all of you. Tony, Brennan, fuck all of you. All right, see everyone next week. Bye. Bye-bye.